Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Heartbeat Show podcast. This is your host, Tim Hart, branch manager of Van Dyke Mortgage. This episode is episode five of our six-part series about credit scores. Ooh, exciting stuff. So again, we have our special guest, Pamela Paulson from Home Loans Assist. Uh, This time we are actually talking about uh, paying off collections. Do they hurt your credit? Do they not? Um, And she's got a few other good tidbits in there for you guys. So hope you find some value uh, in this. Please like, share, and subscribe. Whatever podcast app you're listening to, I'd appreciate it. Drop us a review on that app as well. That always helps. We need those stars. So guys, uh, hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Heartbeat Show podcast with Tim Hart talking mortgage, real estate, and whatever else is happening in our Southwest Florida community and around the world. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody. How you doing? This is Tim Hart, branch manager of Van Dyke Mortgage right here in Fort Myers, Florida. Here with a special guest today, we have, what is this, part uh, five um, Mm -hmm. of our credit score series. Pamela Paulson with Home Loans Assist. Pamela, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you, Tim? I feel like that's always my go-to response. I'm fantastic. <laughs> well, you got to <laughs> go. I truly am fantastic. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. So, uh, Pamela, uh, for the people out there that don't know, uh, when we get a borrower that uh, needs to get a loan and their credit score is not good enough, we coach them yes. on what to do, but sometimes you know, it's out of our control and their credit score is way too far gone. And they need professional help, which is where we send them to you. So fill in the viewers out there of, uh, you know, who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into the topic for today. Okay. Well, I'm the Regional Director with Home Loans Assist. We're licensed and bonded in every state based out of Colorado. And we are mortgage-based credit restoration. Um, And I know for a fact where we differentiate and really excel from other credit repair companies is we truly educate the consumer first and foremost on their specific credit profile. Uh, We work on the consumer's behalf to correct and delete errors, erroneous information, reporting on the consumer's credit report. So um, the whole goal is to get the credit score where you, the loan officer, needs them to be so you can close their home loan and they can get into their home of their dreams. Amen, amen. So let's get into, (laughs) and you guys do a great job at that. So um, let's get into today's topic and it's um, kind of twofold, but really um, it's whether or not to pay off a collection. That's a biggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to make sure we cover. And the other one is derogatory events. Um, or when will negative accounts fall off? Tim, it's been on my account for seven years. It's going to fall off next month, et cetera. So uh, I'm going to hand the reins over to you. And so uh, start this off however you want, but let's make sure we cover those two topics. Okay, great. This is an excellent topic, Tim. Thank you Thank for you. Uh, bringing this. Yes. Glad I came up so with to pay, what's that? I said, I'm glad I came up with it. <laughs> Me too. So to pay or not to pay a collection, million dollar question. So first and foremost, it's important that the consumers don't just assume that a debt on their credit report actually belongs to them just because a debt collector says so. Right. Um, consumers, yeah, consumers have the right to request that the debt collector verify that the debt actually indeed belongs to them. All this means is that these collection companies 
uh, have to provide some kind of documentation or proof from the original creditor. And if the collector can't provide this proof, then by law, they can't collect the debt. Um, collection accounts can be reported for seven years from the date the, com the consumer first fell behind with the original creditor leading up to when that debt was placed for collection. After that time, the account may no longer be reported regardless of whether it's been paid. It's called the statute of limitations. I know you're familiar with that, Tim. So, uh, so seven years on a collection. Mm -hmm. so what and, and we'll get more specifically into which derogatory accounts, you know, how long they typically last on a credit report. We'll get okay. into that next. Right. Um, but it's also important that consumers know paying a collection account won't automatically remove it or have it deleted from the credit report, nor will it likely help the credit score. So oftentimes, paying an older collection will lower the credit score because it refreshes the DLA or the date of last activity. So in other words, it brings an older account current it's actually now reporting as a new negative account. That's why we have to look at the whole scenario, all the detailed information before we ever recommend a consumer pay on a, on a collection account. Um, so we do have different scenarios that we offer and suggest to consumers to book before they pay off a collection account. It's important to understand some possible payment scenarios and outcome, outcomes for that situation. Um, ideally, the, the perfect situation is to get it removed from the credit report with a settlement. Now, what that means, consumers can negotiate with a debt collector to have the account deleted from the credit report in exchange for payment. The consumer can send a written request, it's called a pay-to-delete letter, to the collector, collection company, offering a settlement payment if the collector agrees to delete it from the account or I'm sorry, to delete the account from the credit report. So, um, you know, even if the consumer chooses to no negotiate by phone, it's still important to have the agreement in writing, um, have the collector mail or fax a letter, including all the terms of the agreement before making the payment, because oftentimes what we see, Tim, is the consumer wants to pay on this old account, old collection. I, the company now has their money, there's no incentive now for them to either update it with the bureaus or delete it off the credit report. So that's why we suggest get everything in writing uh, with the collection company um, and just make sure I, ideally you want to get that account deleted off the credit report before making any payment whatsoever toward that delinquent account. Right, and so a lot of times what we'll have or people will apply for a mortgage uh, and, and they'll say, yeah, I just, I, I know I just cleaned up all my credit because I paid off my collections and, you know, immediately I cringe thinking, oh man, like that's going to, yeah. or get even worse. And, and is there some truth to, do, do credit scoring companies score the collection as maybe it's a mistake? Like maybe it's not really their collection. And then once they pay it, it officially is their collection and then they get, their score gets whacked for it or do they are is it just straight up you pay the collection and brought it current and then it just hit the score again yeah so yes to both um, the first question is 
if a consumer pays on a debt that maybe they don't realize is theirs or not, if it's not, it's almost like admitting guilt. So once any money um, is paid toward that collection, it's virtually impossible then to retract or to tell the company, you know what, I don't think that that account was mine. Um, it's almost, you know, they've already made a payment. So yeah, they got their money, um, it's over. Exactly, exactly. So again, what is the craziest thing is there's no wealth bias. So it doesn't matter if you have a $10 collection or a $5,000 collection. The moment that that consumer makes a full payment or a settlement toward that collection, it automatically refreshes the date of, date of last activity and the score will drop. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. so don't pay off your collections out there if you're trying to buy a home without consulting your <laughs> loan officer or Pamela first. Yes, please. So, so that but ideally, so get a settlement. Pamela, if I yeah. own the house and I don't plan on using you know, anyone's money anytime soon getting a loan, it's okay to pay off my collections if I owe them, because short term, I may take a whack on my credit, but long term, I'm going to see the benefits, correct? Absolutely. But again, the best case scenario is to get a deletion letter, get a letter from the creditor, uh, which states it, once the consumer makes a payment or settles or pays in full, that company will delete it from the credit report. So yes, the, the credit score will initially take a hit. Um, but you still want to go about it. The consumer wants to go about it in a systematic way so they get the best uh, results. Okay, gotcha. The other thing, too, that consumers have to realize, like we talked briefly, the statute of limitation. These companies, once an account goes into a negative status, a charge-off, collection, things like that, it's literally not worth what it once was. It's worth pennies on the dollar. These companies just want some money, and so they'll just try to sell and resell this bad debt, which restarts the date of last activity. So that's why we like to have conversations with the consumer before they act on anything, because if it's out of the statute of limitations, by law, these companies can't keep selling this old debt. So um, we just want to make sure that uh, we have all the information before we coach our client on what to do. So be clear. I have a collection of seven years old on my credit report. That collection company then sells it to another company. They legally cannot collect anymore because it's over seven years old. Correct. Yes. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So, so just to recap, the best ideal scenario would be to have the consumer uh, agree to some sort of a settlement paying less than what the original balance was, but to get a deletion letter stating it will be completely deleted from the bureaus once the company receives that settlement offer. The next best thing is to get it removed with a full payment. So if the collector will not delete the account from the credit report for a settlement payment, the consumer can offer to pay the account in full in exchange for the collector deleting the account from the credit report. Um, again, the consumer wants everything in writing and always wait until the collector responds in writing before making the payment. And then the third option, which is not as good as the previous two, but still okay, is to settle the account and then have the collection agency report the account as paid in full on the credit report. So ideally, you want that derogatory information completely removed from the credit report. But unfortunately, not all collectors are willing to do this. 
even in exchange for payment. So if the consumer cannot have the account removed completely, ask the collector to at least update the information as paid in full. Um, the reason being, Tim, these, these companies have, a, they have to pay to update this information to the bureaus. So once they have their money, their books are clean, there's no incentive for them to update this information. So we see time and time again, a credit report that has an old uh, a collection or charge off and it's still showing a balance. And then in talking with the uh, consumer, they, they let us know that they either paid it in full or they settled it. And as long as we have proof, then we can go after that and get it deleted off the credit report. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> that's it is. Um, okay, gotcha. So anything else to talk about with, uh, in regards to collections? Nope, I think we touched on all the main topics. Yeah, you, you killed it on that. Now, what about, so the statute of limitations, does, does that pertain to, what about charge-offs? Uh, you know, okay. Can we dive into that? Yeah, let's talk about when negative accounts fall off the credit report. Right. So uh, generally speaking, information such as uh, late or missed payments, accounts not being paid as agreed, or accounts sent to collection usually stays on the credit report for approximately seven years. Um, now bankruptcies, they stay on the credit report for 10 years from the date filed, okay? Then completed chapter 13 bankruptcies are usually removed after seven years from the filing date. So a few years difference there. Okay. Tax liens remain on the credit report for seven years from the date filed if they are paid. However, they can indefinitely stay on the credit report if they go unpaid. Um, paid judgments remain on a credit report for seven years from the date filed. However, unpaid judgments remain for seven years, but the governing statute of limitations, um, if, uh, if, I mean, with judgments, the difference is unpaid judgments can be renewed. So these can remain on credit reports for a very long time, way past the seven or 10 year mark. Yeah, judgments and liens are gonna be unpaid. I mean, they're, they're a major problem, right? Like you're, you're gonna yeah. have issues the whole way with those. Absolutely. Um, also, money owed to the government, such as like uh, student loans, they can stay on your credit report indefinitely or until um, seven years from the date paid. And then other negative accounts that we see, such as repossession, foreclosures, short sales, can also stay on the credit report up to seven years from the date of the first missed payment that led to that negative status. And the reason I keep hitting the date of the first missed payment or, um, you know, things like that is um, it, it's based off the original date. So when these companies are selling, reselling um, bad debt, then it's not the date from when they resold it. It goes back kind of like retroactive from the original date when that uh, negative uh, account first hit the credit report. Did that, did that make sense? Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Okay. So we just recommend that consumers regularly check their credit report. Uh, it's an important step to ensure information is accurate and complete. Based off the Fair Credit Reporting Act, Tim, and I know you know this, 
everything on a consumer credit report has to be 100% accurate, verifiable, complete, nothing misleading and nothing obsolete. So, you know, we it, it's just imperative that the consumer, they do their part to regularly check over their credit report and consumers can order one free credit report every 12 months from the three major credit bureaus. All they have to do is go to www.annualcreditreport.com to request one free credit report a year. Gotcha, gotcha. Awesome advice. You got anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Did I miss anything? No, you, you got them all. You, I mainly wanted to talk about the collections and, and charge-offs and, and when things you know fall off because there's a lot of times where you know we're talking to borrowers and it's hey this isn't going to be an issue a month from now because it's been seven years and you know in my mind i know it's a state tax lien that's on their credit that's not going anywhere it's 20 something thousand dollars and it's got to get paid so i just you know this every little bit of information helps for someone out there that's looking to buy a house or maybe has credit issues to begin with or questions about it. So that's why we're doing these, Pamela, and I appreciate you being on um, with us. Pamela, how can they contact you? The best way, either reach out to Tim. He can certainly connect us. Otherwise, you can feel free to call me at 303-746-4655, or you can email me at Pamela at Home Loans Assist. Com, and here's all my great that. information. <laughs> How's that? Yeah, perfect. And, we'll <laughs> the and the body of the, uh, the subject as well. So you guys, that's Pamela Paulson, Home Loans Assist. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, if you liked it, check out the other episodes we did uh, and the future one. Uh, we got a lot of these different series coming out. So hope it helps you guys. Make sure you please like, share, and subscribe wherever you're watching this video. That always helps your boy Tim Hart from Van Dyke Mortgage out as well. So thank you very much, you guys. So Pamela, thank you again. Appreciate it. Until the next one, you guys take care. There you have it, guys. Lots of great information from Pamela Paulson. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Make sure you check out the other episodes we've done. we got four uh, that we did before this, and there's going to be one more coming here in the future. So um, you know, hopefully this helps you guys out, learn about credit, uh, maybe looking to buy a home in the future, or you know someone that is. So uh, if this may interest them, please uh, you know forward it on to them. I'd appreciate it. Uh, again, guys, I'm going to ask you, please uh, remember to uh, subscribe to whatever podcast app you're listening to. It helps me out a ton. Drop a review. I'd really appreciate it. If you need to get in touch with me, you can call me on my uh, cell phone, 239-910-5668. Email thart at vandykemortgage.com. And then, of course, all the fun social medias out there, Facebook, Twitter, Tim Hart Jr. Uh, you can find me there. Instagram uh, is timhart453. Uh, and also over there on YouTube and all that fun stuff. Oh, yeah, and my website, timhartjr.com. So, guys, hope you enjoyed this show. Appreciate you listening. So this is Tim Hart, branch manager of Van Dyke Mortgage, host of the Heartbeat Show podcast. Saying, keep on living the dream, Southwest Florida. Take care.